Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because I literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot think of anything better. Plus me, you know, I love the sun. I love to lay by a gorgeous pool, sipping a drink, knowing that I'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night. And I love that it won't be overcrowded. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. We all know there are things in your life you have to compromise on. So for example, I'm looking for an apartment in New York right now and I'm like, okay, do I need to compromise on location or size or views? There will be a compromise for sure. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. Don't go back to the doctor who won't listen to you just because they're available now. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and prioritize your health. Search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. Book with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score some same-day appointments. So you guys know that I like efficiency and you also know that I take my health very seriously. I don't want to be going to any doctors who don't believe me. I don't want to have to book an appointment three weeks in advance. When I need to see a doctor, I want to see them soon and I want to see someone who is fantastic. And that's why I love the ZocDoc reviews. Go to ZocDoc.com slash tanks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash tanks. ZocDoc.com slash tanks. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tanks. How are we all doing? I got a zinger for you today. I got a real, I got a lot of pent-up emotion about what I'm going to talk about today, okay? And it is a movie. And... Since we all enjoyed looking at sex and 
Sex and the City through the lens of my theories so much, I thought we would examine a piece of history, if you will. This movie makes me so angry that I'm having trouble articulating how I feel about it. But I'm going to. Fear not. I rewatched He's Just Not That Into You this morning. And this is a movie that I feel like everybody kind of universally loves to hate. And I want to begin by saying, at the time when I first watched it, I very much enjoyed the movie. I very much enjoyed the conversation. And I thought like, wow, this is so right and correct. And it also probably doesn't hurt that literally every celebrity is in the movie. I don't know how they got all those major, major celebs in it. Also, I love anything with Jennifer Aniston. Um, but this movie grinds my gears. It boils my blood. I think because the main character is actually the antithesis of everything that I preach and everything that I hope for my girls and gays, you guys. It's actually Jennifer Goodwin. Her character is named Gigi, which like also pretty annoying name to give the, the main character. Um, just really, really, really irks me. And I may have a little hatred left over from that other movie, Something Borrowed with Kate Hudson, which also has Jennifer Goodwin in it because I can't. I don't know why they always cast her in these roles of deeply annoying people, but it's hard to separate the person from the character. Um, so I want to dive into the different threads of this movie and why I think that it's not necessarily wrong, but I think that it's harmful to look at dating this way. I think that he's just not that into you, and if he wanted to, he would, are two sides of the same coin. And I'll tell you why. I don't know if you saw my reel that I made last week, but I wanted to I want to tell this story again. When I was at the ranch, there was a couple and they were really cool. Like you immediately wanted to be them. I was like, how can I get my marriage to be this way? They just fucking ruled. They were so awesome. They were in their 60s, just wearing cool fashion. They were interesting. They had they were still working. They just they were just perfect. One of those couples that I see and I'm like, I'm not settling until I get something like this. Anyway, as you guys know, on the ranch, we hike for time, which means we hike for four or five hours. And then they so you hike for two and then they call everyone on the walkie talkies and say, you've got to turn around. And there was this one day where there was a peak where you could see a beautiful cross or view or whatever. And the guy in the couple, he made it up the the whole way. And then he was on his way back down. And he ran into his partner and they had already called time. So everybody had to turn back. And he was like, well, do you do you want to go and see the peak? And his wife said, yeah, I do. I'm going to go. I'm going to go make it like I don't care if I'm last, whatever, even though they they wanted us to turn around already. And he said, I'll go with you. Let's go. Come on. And I just it stuck out to me so much. I understand that what I'm saying is technically the same as if he wanted to, he would. But I think that it's just so important the lens with which we look at things through. Okay? Because when you say to someone to someone or yourself if he wanted to he would, all you're doing is just shitting on yourself. All you're doing is saying you're reinforcing the idea that you're not good enough. You're reinforcing the idea that it's a you thing, okay? And so I said in my reel that I made or TikTok whatever, wow, that's crazy that I just said reel instead of TikTok. I said, instead, ask yourself the question, would this person go back up the mountain with me. With, even though it was a grueling hike, it was fucking 95 degrees and he had just done it. Would this person go up the mountain for, with me again? Okay, stay with me here. 
So he's just not that into you is a perfect microcosm of 90s dating culture, which is, as you know, what I rail against. I understand that at the time it was revolutionary to think like that, as is with many things in Sex and the City. It was like, whoa, this is so out there. Like this dating culture stuff is so new and exciting. But looking back now, you see how it's all quite harmful to cis straight women because it puts all of the onus on the women. Okay, that's the first problem is that it makes it seem like it's just the woman's problem to figure out. It's the woman's problem and job to not sleep with him for this many dates. It's the woman's job to not call him and, uh, you know, get asked out on this specific day, blah, 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 blah. And on top of that, the archetypes of all the women in this fucking movie are all pathetic. There isn't one woman in there who is has her shit together and lives for herself and isn't totally ruled by whether some fucking jackass is calling her back. All the ar- archetypes are negative. It just makes women look so pathetic. So that's why it boils my blood so much. And I'm going to go through all the different storylines and say why I think they're harmful. But again, this is super nuanced because the the message, he's just not that into you, is true. And it's something that I tell you guys, like, yeah, like if he if he wanted to see you, he'd call you. But I do think that language is important. And I do think that the way that we frame things to ourselves makes a massive difference in our happiness while we are dating. Okay, because if you're just telling yourself on every date, like, oh, if he wanted to, he would or um, he's, you know, he's just not that into me. Do you see how both of those phrases start with he? Do you see that? That's 90s dating culture. It puts all the power in the hands of the guys and none of the power and none of the empowerment with women. And that's why I'm here (laughs) to undo an entire decade of crappy dating culture that made us miserable. Let's dive in. The first line of this movie. Okay. Do you know what it is? You remember? I do. Because at 530 this morning when I was on the treadmill, I nearly fell off the treadmill. The first line of the movie is. A girl will never forget the first boy she likes. And already you're just like, okay, let's settle in. Like, let's, this is setting the tone for the movie. This is going to be about women in the male gaze. This is about going to be about women in relation to their relationships. So already I was like, God, I forgot how like just detrimental this is to female psyche. Um, okay, let me, let me look at my notes. (laughs) I wrote. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I find the main character pretty insufferable probably because she is the antithesis of everything and I preach. I already said that. And I'm going to be dead honest. I just find her super annoying. I do. I do. Because out of all the women characters in the movie, she just is, uh, you know, she reverse box theories everybody. She thinks she will only be happy and satisfied when she has a partner. She's desperate. She doesn't seem to have any other hobbies apart from waiting by the phone. And she's not a good friend. So no, I don't like her. That's my opinion. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So you guys... I actually love setting goals in therapy because it helps me to align and it helps me to really visualize 
what I want the outcome to be. I actually talked to my therapist about going to the gym. I was like, this is something that I really want to do, but I'm nervous. I have a lot of anxiety around, you know, failing and looking silly in the gym. And we talked it out and she's been keeping up with my progress in the gym and everything is just kind of flowing better because I'm able to talk about it in a safe space in therapy with my therapist who knows me so well and really helps me align on goals. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. There are so many different issues that people have with their hair, right? It is not a one-size-fits-all situation. And by the way, my hair is almost as moody as me. I have a different issue every month, okay? Way wants to give you the confidence to live your life your way, especially on wash day. Whether your strands are fine, medium, or thick, Way has shampoo and conditioner that's your type. From volume and shine to deeply hydrating, Way helps you find your way to good hair days every single day. Shampoo and conditioner made to nourish every hair type and tackle exactly what your hair is lacking. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you a lift without weighing you down. In between fine hair and thick hair problems, wash your way to a happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. Want moisture so rich you'll need a prenup? Give your thick strands the hydration they deserve with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Not sure what your type is? Take the hair quiz to find out. Stock up and save on your favorites with 32-ounce shampoo and conditioner refill pouches. So you guys know I have used Way for a long time. I am obsessed because, like I said, my hair, it goes through different phases. Sometimes it's kind of dry, and then I'm using a hair mask or the Way hair oil that I'm obsessed with. Sometimes I got a little dandruff, so I'm using the Way dandruff shampoo. I love that it's not one size fits all and you can have different shampoo and conditioner for different phases that your hair is in. You guys know I am always on a hair journey, which is why I love Way because it's part of my journey. Wash your way to healthier hair with shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code MeTinks for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com code MeTinks.
Where are my dress girls at? Need a dress for a wedding this summer, a vacation, or just a comfy dress to survive the heat in? Hill House Home has you covered with fashions that make you feel and look good. Hill House Home invented the viral nap dress, which has got the most flattering and comfy fit with their signature smocking. And all of their dresses are so versatile, you guys. You can wear the same dress you'd wear running to the grocery store during the day to a dinner party that night. Impress your coworkers with dresses that are perfect for the office, too. Also, Hill House Home has more than dresses. They've got amazing bedding with fun prints, super soft robes, and pajamas, swimwear, and shoes, too. Plus, they've got stuff for babies and kids if you want a matching moment or need a baby gift. You'll love the tiny robes, onesies, and PJs you can monogram. I always get my friends who just had babies. I get them Hill House Home gifts because everybody loves them and they are just so cute. Now you can get 15% off your order of $100 or more at hillhousehome.com with code TINKS15. That's code TINKS15, TINKS and the number 15 for 15% off your order at hillhousehome.com. Okay, then it goes into a montage of women lying to other women about why the guy isn't wanting to date them. Um, And I do think that this is still relevant. Basically, there's a montage where it's like pairs of women friends who are like, no, like he's probably busy or like, no, no, he's he's going to call. He's just, you know, he's got something on right now or maybe his phone, you know, got lost or something like that. And I do still think that that is pertinent because. I do think that women lie to each other, especially their friends. And I get it. It's difficult to just flat out say like, look, dude, like I think if he wanted to call you, he would. It is hard. But I think whenever possible, we need to be honest and straight from the hip with each other. Obviously, don't be mean to your friends, but I do think it's important to just be real with them. Um, And if your friends aren't honest with you, that's what I'm for. So call me or email me. So... Then after that montage in the beginning, you think maybe this will be a movie about women telling each other the truth and it won't be depressing. It'll just be empowering. But just wait, because that's not what happens. Okay, then we have the Scarlett Johansson, Bradley Cooper plot line. And this is one of the most sad, frustrating, upsetting ones. Okay, so if you don't remember the movie, Scarlett Johansson is dragging along E. I don't know what his real name is. Is that Kevin Connolly from Entourage? I don't know anyone's real name. I'm just going to call him E. If you haven't watched Entourage, then I don't. Honestly, this is a big moment. If you haven't watched Entourage, stop listening to my podcast right now. Watch the entire six uh, season series and then come back to my podcast because it's a very important show. Okay, so E is being dragged along by Scarlett Johansson and Scarlett Johansson gets the ick from him. She's just like not into him. He's cringy. He's obsessed with her. And she meets Bradley Cooper in a grocery store. And she immediately flirts with him. And he is like, I'm married. I'm married. He says it really early on. I had forgotten that. I was like, oh, Bradley, you know, he doesn't even tell her. But he does. That he's The first time they meet, he's like, I can't see you. I'm sorry. And she's like, no, can I get your card? Like, I want, um, I want advice for my career. So, listen, are there women out there who will go after your man, like, specifically? Yes. Yes, there are. In college, by the way, sidebar, I've never told you guys this before. There's this girl and she was really, really tall. That's not relevant to the story, but I just I'm telling you she was like six foot three and she sent a text to one of my sorority sisters and said, do you think my boyfriend at the time would leave tanks for me? So are there girls out there who will literally see a goalie in the in the goal and just go around it? Yeah, there are. However, I hate that they chose to represent that type of woman so prevalently in the movie. 
I hate that. Okay. I get it. Yeah. That's a type of person. That's a specific type of woman. And I do think that there's a special place in hell for women like that. However, I just like, there we go. Another negative archetype being shown in the movie. So Scarlett Johansson is like, oh my God, like, I just want career advice. Can I have your card? And Bradley gives it to her. Now, Bradley Cooper in this movie is a shithead. He is a fucking shithead. Okay. Because he gives her the card. And as we all know, he ends up cheating on his wife, Jennifer Connelly, with Scarlett. We'll get to that in a second. So here we have Scarlett with two men. She's icked out by E and she's obsessed with Bradley, who has a wife. Do you know what I'm going to say here? I want you to remember the ego and jealousy episode. Scarlett is a perfect example of someone who is just completely dating with her ego. Like she wants what she can't have. It's only interesting to her because it's forbidden. Uh, It's a challenge. He's literally saying no. And she says, no, I'm going to figure out how to do this. So that is a perfect example of a woman who is very ego driven and, you know, is not kind at all. Then we have Bradley Cooper's wife, Jennifer Connelly, and we get a lot of clues about their relationship and how it started. Because in the movie, he says, um, she gave me an ultimatum and that's why we got married because someone asks uh, asks him, well, why'd you, why'd you marry her? And Jennifer Connelly says also to her friends, she's like, no, like when I first went out with Bradley Cooper, he didn't, uh, he didn't call me for 11 days. So like there's hope. And to me, I was just like, Jesus Christ, like it, even before texting, even before the word ghosting was a thing, there was this manipulation going on, right? Because why did Bradley Cooper do that? To hook her. I had I had an experience like that, which, again, I haven't told you guys this before, and I'm going to get into it in the future in a really big way. Just you wait. But I had a very, very, very bad boyfriend, and he went went on this crazy, amazing first date. And then he didn't he didn't text me for eight days. And on the eighth day, he emailed me and he just said dinner tomorrow night, 7 p.m. And I went like a fucking idiot. More on that later. And he told me. This is my boy, my boyfriend in, the, in my 20s told me that the reason that he did that was to hook me and to make me insane, to go out of my mind. And so I was just like having chills rewatching it this morning. So Bradley and Jennifer Connelly, like it's just a disaster relationship. And to me, this relationship represents the exact opposite of what I ever want for any of you guys. They also started dating for in college and he was like, oh yeah, well we were dating for 11 years and then she gave me an ultimatum and like that's why we got married, whatever, whatever. So do I think everybody needs to be single in their 20s? Honestly, yes, I do for a little bit because if you date someone for since the time you're 19 and you never experience other things like Jennifer Connelly probably just felt trapped and then she gave an, uh, him an ultimatum and listen I don't know ultimatums can work sometimes but I, I just couldn't be me I don't know guys I just don't know about ultimatums if you have to literally force someone into asking you to marry them I don't know has it worked for some people absolutely and by the way before the banana brigade come for me, yes, there are people who marry their high school sweethearts and are very happy. There are people who marry their college sweethearts who are very happy also. But I get a lot of questions. We get a lot of calls and emails from people who are like, I've been dating this guy for like seven years. Like, should I give him an ultimatum? Like, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to start over. To me, that is the Jennifer Connolly thing. It's like she she's the archetype of like, she has never experienced anything else. She doesn't know what's out there. She doesn't want to 
be brave. She's just knows at some, on some level that her husband is a shithead. There's also the smoking narrative because she's convinced that Bradley Cooper is still smoking cigarettes and he like promises, like gaslights her. He's like, no, it's our builders. Then she's like a Karen to her builders in the whole and the whole time Bradley was was lying about smoking. So to that, I would invoke my mantra of well, not my mantra, but the one I always tell you guys of like when someone tells you who they are, listen, like if he's lying about smoking and he's lying about this and she had to get him an ultimatum to get him, get them to marry. And he's just like kind of a dick to her in general. It follows that he would also cheat on her with Scarlett Johansson. The most painful scene in the movie to me is when he tells her in Home Depot, he tells her in Home Depot because she hates a scene. So he fucking knows that she won't scream and yell. And immediately she's like, and he's like, okay, so I'm going to move out. Like, I'm going to go stay on Ben Affleck's boat. And she's like, wait, what? You don't want to try to work it out? That's her first reaction. That's her first reaction. And my, I don't know, like my heart shriveled in that moment. That's my, my nightmare. And am I projecting and making this a little bit personal? Maybe yes. But, but for all you guys, like, I never want us to be that woman who takes so much fucking shit and then says, oh, we're not going to work it out after he cheated on her. And he said, I want to move out. Okay, and then finally we have the Ben Affleck-Jennifer Aniston relationship. Basically, the plot line of their relationship is they've been together for seven years and they're really happy. They're definitely the most likable, normal couple of the whole movie. But she really wants to get married. And he's like, I don't understand why we need to ruin our relationship with marriage marriage ruins everything you you've always known that I don't want to get married like we're so happy what's the point and she's like just hell-bent on getting married and her sister's getting married so it's like triggering her there's a lot of comparison and eventually she's like you're never gonna marry me are you you're never gonna marry me and he's like I don't I you knew that like you know whatever and she's like but what about all the guys who say that they never want to get married and then six months later they marry someone else so I was really thinking about how to talk to you guys about this because that is true there are that there is a lot of situations like that we see it I see it all the time when you guys are like write to me and say oh my god he wouldn't commit to me for you know xyz years and and now he's immediately got a girlfriend so that happens and I it doesn't quite fit with the movie because in the end he does propose to her in the end after they break up and that's the only like sweet narrative whatever but if Jennifer Aniston was my follower and she called and she was like this guy we've been dating for seven years I really want to get married and he doesn't I'd be like well then your priorities in this life don't align and to me I would have said you should have left way earlier if if this was so important to you because relationships are about timing and love and spark and sex yes but they're also about priorities and that's a less sexy thing to talk about but I think it's the most important if you genuinely don't see eye to eye on kids or marriage on a or a place to live or how you're going to juggle your careers then people's minds don't necessarily change or they don't change for you like if if a guy says to you, I'm not going to marry you, I don't believe in marriage, assume that he could marry someone else. It's tough. That sucks. But it's true. I just want to say it because it's about your life. It's not about like him in a vacuum. It's about your life. So if if getting married and having kids is important to you and you are dating a guy who you're in love with and he's like, I'm never going to marry you and I don't want kids, then your priorities don't align. And also you shouldn't assume that your that your mind is going to change. If you're just like, well, I guess I could like just stop caring about it. Why would you assume that if it's something that's always been important to you? 
I know I said that Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck was the only like sweet uh, storyline, but in the end, to be honest with you, she bends because they go on a break and then she's like, okay, fuck it. Um, you know, I see that my sisters all have like these lazy husbands and it kind of sucks anyway. So I don't really want to get married. I mean, I'm, Ben Affleck is more important to me than marriage. So in the end, she's the one who bends, right? The woman is the one who bends. So you see why I have a problem with this movie. Like every single woman either is, doesn't value herself, has no self-worth, is a bad person or is pathetic or you know, whatever. I don't know. Some people might say, well, no, she's compromising. But I would say if this is something that was so important to her, then why didn't she just have this conversation sooner? I mean, it's her life. And then Ben Affleck is like, okay, we can get married, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, and then she's so happy. She's so happy. So it's, you know, it's difficult. I like, I guess that's a happy ending, but it just bothers me that she gave up something that was really important to her, aka marriage to get this guy. Because I do believe that we have multiple soulmates. Like, she could have gone out and find someone that wanted to get married and have kids with her. But, you know, worked out with Ben, so I guess that's okay. Okay, let us save uh, my most hated till last, the Jennifer Goodwin character, Gigi. She is the walking, walking reverse box theory. She is walking box theory also. She cannot get it in her head when guys don't like her. She just cannot... She can't manage and she looks at it in, as such a personal failure. First of all, she looks at dating the exact opposite way that I do. And she looks at it in the, in the sex in the city way, which is like the goal of the game is to get a boyfriend. Should you succeed, you will win all the prizes. Um, she doesn't ever think about how she feels. On the very first scene with her, she's on a date with E and their date is so boring. And you know how I always say a date shouldn't be like a podcast or an interview or whatever. She literally is like, so where are you from? Oh, what do you do? And it's like the most dull, dry date. And immediately she gets off the gets out of the date and she's like, I think it went well. That's what she said. She says, I think it went well. And if you listen to my very important episode about first dates, you will know that that's not the question that you need to be asking yourself. The question she should have asked herself is, do I feel sparkly? Did he make me feel wanted? Did he make me feel sexy and smart and cute? And literally on the date, the waitress comes over and she's like, do you guys want another round? And he's like, uh, I mean, and she's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess we'll have another round. That's not the sign of a good date. The sign of a good date is like when literally the bartender comes over and just brings you another round because you're so engrossed in conversation and it's mutual and it's mutual. Okay. It's not a fucking interview, but Jennifer Goodwin literally acts like she's auditioning for a play in every single date that she goes on. She never figures out how she feels. And then also, and I was trying to figure out like, wait, who, which archetype am I in this movie? none of them literally none of them because as you know I don't like any of them uh, and don't relate to any of them I'm Justin Long I'm the one who's like no this is why this is why this isn't working blah 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 I have all these date theories hate that he ends up with Jennifer Goodwin in the end because whatever but but honestly thank god for Justin Long because without him Gigi would still be floating in the abyss and wouldn't have learned anything about dating so I do like his character um and, and you know I'm glad he's happy in the end the one good thing or the one sort of uh, true thing is that that I do like about the movie is there's a part where they're talking about how 
yeah, there are exceptions to the rule because a, a lot of times throughout the movie, they're like, well, I have a friend who dated someone for 11 years and then the guy finally proposed or like, well, I had a, you know, go went on a date and he didn't call me for two weeks and then we dated. And it's like, yeah, there's exceptions. But like, why would you think that that's you? Why wouldn't you just use the rule? Why wouldn't you do that? Even though my set of rules is very different from the set of rules in this movie. And mine aren't rules. They're guidelines to feel better about yourself. So much like Sex and the City, I appreciate that this movie and the conversations that it brought were revolutionary for the time. However, I do stand by what I said, which is that the the framing, the tone, the archetypes of women in this movie are all super detrimental to women. Okay, they all it's just negative. It just makes women feel like they are the hunters and they they are the ones who need to go out and do the work for dating. They are the ones who need to perform. They are the ones who need to wait by the phone. They are the ones who. Oh, by the way, one more thing that I want to say is like it's so interesting because this movie is before texting and still they all are all like, well, what is he going to call? Is he going to call waiting by the phone, waiting by the phone? So, um, you know, that energy was still there. I do think we have it 7,000 times worse. I genuinely think we've shot ourselves in both feet with hinge Instagram DM. Like there's a scene where Drew Barrymore, who's like a really sweet kind of like lighter character in the movie, just to bring some levity. Um, she's like, well, he MySpace me. And then she, he called me and left me a thing on her beeper. And I, and I was thinking to myself, oh, sweetie, oh, sweetie, if only you knew what was coming. Because now it's like, I met a guy on Raya and then he DM'd me on Instagram and asked for my snap. And then he snapped me, but he wouldn't text me. And then he left me, a, uh, he FaceTimed me, but I wasn't, I, I didn't, wasn't wearing makeup. Blah, 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 blah. So we have like royally fucked ourselves. Like we have really I think I, I mean I want to do a full episode on this but we've completely ruined how humans are supposed to socially interact you shouldn't have access to someone 24 hours a day it's no wonder where our self-esteem is shot and our anxiety is through the roof you shouldn't have be able to text the person that you went on a date with one time 24 hours a day and then expect them to have a witty response like anyway but they still had it then but it was like slightly easier because they were using like beepers and I don't really know how a beeper works but good for them so all in all I hate this movie but I did enjoy hate watching it this morning and I just hope that in my podcast in my radio show in my AMAs and everything that I make you guys feel the opposite of how this movie made me feel which is that I'm lesser than men. It's my job to find a person. I'm going to die unhappy if I don't have a person and I'm a loser if I don't have a boyfriend. So my goal with everything I do is to untrain you <laughs> from everything that we've learned in the 90s. And if you're younger than me, then maybe you, your brain hasn't been conditioned for this yet. So you might have an easier go of it. All this to say, much love to all the fantastic actors and actresses in this movie, especially you, Jennifer Aniston. I fucking love you and your perfect hair. Um, what movie should I do next? DM me. It's also really funny because this uh the movie is based on a book and um, the book was mentioned in Sex and the City. So it's really all connected. Hope you enjoyed today's quite angry episode. Quite angry. Um, I love you guys and I will see you next time. Bye.
Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024, the spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.